Hi, this is Maurizio from Invictus, Cataclysm, and Exdeo. Name them all. You're listening to CMS. All the best. presents and I of course am Chris Aiken and I am I couldn't be happier to be interviewing these guys right now if for no other reason than this might be the most stunningly good record that I have come across this year I, I I'm gonna tell you guys perfectly honestly I generally hate these kind of records I, <laughs> I I'm just telling you honestly I I I love what you guys do I think you guys are very miscategorized as a symphonic metal band because I think that sends a very wrong impression of what you do. I think you guys are definitely a very heavy band, but acoustically, you know, it doesn't always work. And I know you guys know that. But yes. uh, before we get into all that, I guess I should say who you guys are. It is uh, Madeline and Ricard from the band Elaine. So how are you guys doing, first of all? We're doing good. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for having us on your show. Really, nice really good, man. Yeah. You got a sweet setup, dude. Yeah. Thank Real you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you guys have a sweet setup on this new release, Acoustic in Hell. It is, um, like, like I said, it surprised me. I, I hear a bunch of these things that come out. And I think a lot of times the bands forget what they're about. You know, they, they like... And I'll say like the Sonata Arctica, and I'm not trashing them. I'm just saying they put out two releases that were acoustic, and they're very mellow. And it doesn't quite match the the work, the actual work that you guys have done for, or they have done for years. With what you guys have done, you've stripped it out, but at the same time, the heavy elements are still there. You know, the the heavy the heaviness of the dual vocal is still there. The the guitar lines, even though they're acoustic, are still very crunchy, very heavy. I have to imagine this was a major undertaking to do, to not only do it acoustically, but to do it in such a heavy way, no? I mean, uh, you're kind of spot on. Uh, like, each to their own, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so Sonata, uh, Artigo went down that road, many other went down maybe a slightly different road but what mm -hmm. we did was like we always do we ask ourselves what do what do we think is the right thing to do right. uh then like sit down and study how other people do acoustics we just wanted it to be raw and we wanted to be authentic and we play metal so why not do metal but acoustic right so so what what possessed you guys to go in this route was it just that you weren't quite ready to write a new record yet because you're about due really i mean it's been a few years since the last plugged in record, I guess, but you know, what, what, what was it that led you guys down the path to try and do an acoustic record? 
Well, we can just say that it's uh, now when we're talking, it's almost two years ago, we released the Dancing in Hell. Mm -hmm. And as always, you know, you always write music, but uh, we were invited to the Acoustic Adventures Tour with Sonata Arctica, and we were <laughs> invited as special guests. And that was supposed to take place in 2021. And, um, you know, we rearranged, we did the entire thing of doing this because, you know, we thought it would be a fun thing to do, mm -hmm. a nice challenge. How would we do acoustic? Um, you know, and so, so when it was postponed to 2022, we had already done the entire work. So we looked at each other, why not record this? And uh, that was the road leading to this acoustic EP yeah. because um, it was a big challenge. It was, but it was very fun. And we did all of this meanwhile writing the next full length album. So we, I can promise you guys, we have been super busy this year. It has been crazy, but we, uh, we wouldn't have changed it actually, because yeah. we are very happy. And thank you very much for what you're saying about it. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And sure. the only, like the only reason for the EP acoustic spinoff is, is the tour. It is the tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right now, now for 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 you guys, and you know, because I don't know a ton about the band other than I've heard the records. Yeah. Um, for 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 you guys writing music, do you start it all acoustically, or did you really have to deconstruct these songs and rework them kind of from scratch? Um, no, not I mean, some songs were more difficult to rearrange than others. Uh, so for anyone who don't know, uh, the songs on the acoustic uh, spin-off EP, Acoustic in Hell, is uh, rearranged songs from our entire discography up right. until now. Yeah. And uh, like some songs, as I said, started off saying was more work to rearrange than others. And, but, you know, the, the main thing was to uh, keep it raw, authentic, but also groovy, man. Yeah. You, need, you need to have that, have that certain groove. And a lot of songs were left on the cutting room floor. Okay. Uh, but it all came down to dynamics within the actual release. Right. Well, listening to it, I, I mean, the one thing that really jumps out at me is the continued use of the growl vocals which which almost <laughs> always disappears in acoustic you know or it gets mellowed it gets mellowed to almost like a clean deeper yeah. type of a thing <laughs> i love that you did that i absolutely <laughs> love that it's still you know you're you're in like this almost i don't know mellowish type of a part and all of a sudden you get the you know it's like, <laughs> And, you know, it, it really kind of shows the juxtaposition of U2's voices even more so than when it's when it's backed by a metal, by the metal stuff. For you to do that, did it feel weird or did, did it just feel right at home when you were doing it? Right at home. Yeah, definitely. Totally. Uh, that was what we set out to do. Also, you know, like, we, sure, you, you try out stuff that you might be uncomfortable with at first, then you like kind of fit into that shoe. But this just felt right from the get go. Right. Certainly. Now, I, I got to point to one song, one of many, but I, I because it's probably my favorite song that you guys have done metalized. It's probably even more my favorite song that you're doing acoustic, which is Ava of Death. It's just, hey. just such a, such a, first of all, for anybody that hasn't listened to the metal version of it, I'm going to say that up front, go listen to the metal version of it because that, 
you you almost have like that sort of Iron Maidenish sort of a gallop dun da dun da dun da dun thing going to it, <laughs> and and you captured that without you captured it acoustically without losing any of the intensity of the song, you know. Right. So talk a little bit about the rework on that song. Was that was that one? And maybe it's only because I like that song a, a whole bunch more than others. But was that song more difficult to do because it is such a such a defined musical song, you know, in the plugged in version? Good question, man. Um, so with Above Death, uh, the thing that made it more difficult to rearrange others was to actually like contain the actual a symphonic arrangement element to it because mm -hmm. they're gone. They're not even there. What you hear is what you get. Right. Uh, so one guitar do, does the like little things that the orchestrals do or the keys do mm -hmm. and guitar and bass just goes just does that. So uh, it, it made no sense for, for everyone to do the same thing. You had to have the progression within the song also. But yeah, it's a very, very, very uh, square song, I would say. Yeah, we had to work a lot with the dynamics. Like here in the uh, the first verse, there it goes mm -hmm. down to only the the cajon and, and me, like and the bass. yeah, and the bass exactly, mm -hmm. uh, to actually create the dynamic that we have mm -hmm. in the original one as well. And it really came pretty naturally that mm -hmm. song, it really did. I'm very happy that you say that because uh, you know all of the songs mm -hmm. are our babies. Sure. Yes, that is my favorite too as well because I like how it can be that much metal but still acoustic and that was exactly what we wanted, you know? Yeah. Do uh, acoustic but still metal. I can tell you this, the uh, when we play it live, performance-wise, mm -hmm. it will not be played as you would think acoustic songs will be played. I can okay. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Now, now, which song on the EP was the most difficult to translate, or or was there one, or did they all just kind of fly out? Um, the most difficult to translate was, believe it or not, was "All Shall Burn." It comes okay. as a like when you think about it, it's a natural. You know, you have that easygoing flow, you have the nice melodies, but it's freaking hard to play. It's really, really hard to play. You get you can't do the power chords with the octaves. You got to do the actual chord with the thing, and you know it's a chunky neck, man. Right. Seven string acoustic, seven string <laughs> acoustic. It's real chunky. So luckily, Schecter, I'm a Schecter artist, and luckily Schecter had those guitars. So we were like, we're gonna get those, and we got them. And chunky necks. So yeah. <laughs> so sounds like it might just have been an excuse to get them to send you a new guitar, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the main purpose yeah. of the entire. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. We mentioned "All Shall Burn." Why don't we? Uh, why don't we give people a taste of the uh, of the song and the video? Tell me a little bit about the video because the video is pretty cool, man. Thank you very much. We film our own music videos, and that was filmed uh, at a location that we will actually have the release party for for the ep okay. a little tiny, cozy little release yeah. party and um a fun tidbit uh whenever like uh jesper also helped out with holding the camera yes. our, our drummer he helped mm -hmm. out but otherwise uh when you see both madeline and me it's jesper holding the camera whenever i'm not in shot i'm holding the camera and whenever <laughs> i am in shot madeline's holding the camera nice <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to hold the camera now and I'm going to let people see the video for All Shall Burn. It is Elaine and it is from Acoustic in Hell and we'll check it out and we'll be right back with more right here on Chris Aiken Presents. Here on Chris Aiken Presents, that was All Shall Burn, new material from the band Elaine from the Acoustic in Hell EP, uh, and I don't know that it's in hell, it's just an awesome EP, it's really... It's really, really fun stuff to listen to. Now, now, guys, I, I have to ask, the press said this, I, I'm assuming it's true, I don't know how the hell it could be true, but how did you record this whole thing with all the especially vocally in a week that just seems amazing to me because the vocals are so crisp and clean clean where they need to be crisp where they need to be and it it just doesn't feel like it's touched up or anything it just feels perfectly in focus yeah thank you very much man (laughs) uh with touching up i mean we really don't like touching up too much you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you easily polish something until it's really really shiny but uh like all right let's start with the one week thing or five days actually yeah um so we are very very used to uh preparing and knowing what we have ahead of us so we actually booked the studio time for five days okay Uh, we knew we had to do this amount of uh songs per day and then we made that happen. <laughs> yeah, and basically we, we went into the studio with the idea of that we wanted to make it like a live studio session, you know? You record from start to finish and that's it, basically. Yeah. And the initial thought was that we were all supposed to be there. I was just going to be in another room to make sure that the vocals were like, um, uh, what would it call now? Um, Isolated. Yeah, thank you, exactly. And to just make sure it was really good, Mm. but we had some private issues when it came to our, our beloved cat and she's fine. She's fine. (laughs) But she was so close to death and you know, there, there are babies. And so unfortunately it was like two or three weeks of monitoring her and giving her meds and making sure she's not dying and two or three weeks of basically no sleep and before, before the recording. And then we had to decide, all right, I need to stay home, take care of her, be with the guys in the studio via link because, you know, we produce ourselves. Mm. And the guys went there. They did this live studio session thing, you know, from start to finish uh, for four days. Went super great. And as soon as they said, all right, we're done. They started to drive home. I drove myself up to the studio for four hours. And then 
I got home and yes, that was the link. Exactly. And I recorded my vocals during that day. We had three hours. It went super great. Everything just rolled very easily. And despite being so tired, you know, I, I just felt when I was there that still we want to have this lively vibe to it, so mm -hmm. to speak. So even with the vocals. Yeah, yeah, and you can you can do retake after retake after retake, but I knew that okay, I have not slept for such a long time. I'm exhausted. Fuck it. Let's right. just keep it the way it is. And I've I've said this in a bunch of interviews. You can actually hear it in enemies at some point that I'm almost cracking. But I wanted to keep it that way because we wanted it to be very true, like very authentic, you know. Mm. And um, yeah, so so that is really how it went. And I'm I'm happy that we stuck with it because I am super anti, you know, whatever it's called, autotune or mm -hmm. melody. But we never use it. I refuse to use it because I just, I just think that if I cannot sing it in the studio, why should I keep it, you know, and just like fix it in the post-production? Yeah. I don't see any sense of that. Um, but with this, mm. this here, you're even more exposed, you know, right. it's super raw, right? Uh, so I'm very happy that, you know, my body actually worked. Oh, yeah. That Friday, <laughs> I was going there, you know, tired after the four hours driving. I was like, I looked at Thomas, you know, the studio engineer, and I was like, I just need to actually just go in mm -hmm. one go. Because if I'm going to stop, I'm going to get exhausted. And I can say that I, we, we, uh, we saved a lot of time by playing everything all at once as, as instrumental yeah. guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, just being well prepared. Yeah. Knowing what we're doing. And well played together. Of course, super yeah. Soon. Well prepared. Yeah. You know, uh, we play like uh, two or three takes per song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just when it. Sure. Now, I'm, I'm going to devil's advocate this a little bit here, uh, you know, because I know because I know musicians. I know a yeah. zillion musicians. <laughs> I guarantee you there's stuff on here that you're looking at it now and going, yeah, maybe if we just spent more time here or, or maybe if we'd have done this different. Do you guys have any of that stuff or are you completely satisfied with where it is? I'm happy with it. Yeah, really, I, I, I am. I can yeah. say that I'm happy too. Of course, when I hear that part in Enemies that I mentioned, of course, yes, if I could do it now, it would be way better. But it still reflects what we went through at that time, you know. So why should I just polish it? I, yeah. I, I'm happy with it. I mean, it. <laughs> I can, I can uh, like, when, when, when you say that as a musician, it always comes down to what you, you yourself think about your performance, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, or 99% of the time. And I can feel that with uh, some of my vocal parts, of course. But I know at the same time, that's just me being me against yeah. me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Sometimes you just have to be satisfied. Yeah. Just, all right. I'm this super satisfied with, yeah. the, with <laughs> yeah. the whole picture. Definitely. When, when I talk to you guys a year from now, you're going to be like, oh, man, we should have changed this, this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Let's, uh, see. let's see, man. Yeah, let's see <laughs> right. after the seven weeks tour. Yeah, right. Let's certainly. Well, yeah. well, let me let me ask you this. Now that you guys have kind of proven that you can convert the music from the metallic sounding to the acoustic, mm -hmm. do you think maybe you'll you'll attempt at some point a musical project that's original, completely in the acoustic setting? Uh, as of right now, no, I don't think so. No. Okay, I just I, I I don't know maybe maybe you love it you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's uh, we can't act, like uh, 
take for instance the the track the world we knew from from dancing in hell technically that's solely acoustic piano right so technically we've already done that and that's me sitting out by the piano doing the thing we we never say never in a way yeah you you cannot say you know what you want to do in 20 years from now me Uh, it's not in in the plans as for now it's not in the pipeline no exactly who knows but it's a good question i like it (laughs) well now with, with you guys you guys are obviously doing the touring and you're playing acoustic as well as you know obviously in the future you're going to go back to playing full-on metal shows will you will you adjust what you do to maybe having an acoustic breakdown in the middle of a set or a song or two that's done acoustic that you know almost is like a change-up even if it's just a change-up for the band so that you don't get bored with you know the songs that you have to play you know every (laughs) every show well, I don't know if we're at that point just yet. Anyways, yeah. um, but I mean, imagine if we're doing like a big release party for a future album, you know, and yeah. you're going to have three hours of show, super epic to just put in the acoustic set there in the middle of it, mm-hmm. you know, instead of actually taking a break, letting yeah. the audience leave, you know, right. like, like a rock opera. Or uh, have an cool. Elaine cover band come in as a mid act. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Very good. Well, you guys mentioned um, to me before we started that you are currently, you're literally currently out on the road and and at at a place to play. And um, you know, so tell me about tell me about the road and how it's going for you guys and um, what follows here. Not not only in the short term, but I'd, I'd imagine going into 2023. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so right now we're at Full Metal Holiday in uh, Majorca, Spain. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, going to be fun. Tomorrow we're playing a full, full-on metal set. It's going to be great. Uh, really, really looking forward to that. And then after that, we have what, Mel? We have the uh, the acoustic release show. Uh, our own more intimate and right after that we're leaving for the seven week tour with Sonata Artica which yeah. is the only tour we're going to do with this acoustic setting okay uh, so when that is done we're jumping right into the next chapter which will be of course the next album so we have said it to many now uh, next year there will be new original music full on metal music of course from Malaysia. Would be awesome to talk to you then. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah. you don't have to sell me very hard. I I wish you guys would have. I wish your you guys as whoever was doing publicity on on the last record would have hit me up because I would have had you. I I really like what you guys do and, and and look, I'll just tell you honestly, I'm not the hugest fan of symphonic type stuff. You know, I'm I'm just I don't know. It's too ethereal for me a little bit. But you guys don't seem to do that. That's I I really really don't find you guys to be night wish ish you know i i really find you guys to be closer to a metal band than to a symphonic band if that makes any sort of sense it totally makes sense it has become uh like when you say symphonic metal you think of a certain type of band mm-hmm. nowadays and uh and our influences is far from the symphonic metal bands you know that you see on the scene now we yeah. have very varied influences. i mean uh, I mean, uh, there are, like, uh, if we take, like, Nightwish and Epigod, super good bands, man. Sure. Of course, of course, then. But then we have this, like, 
symphonic band. It's all corny as shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are corny bands in all genres, but this has taken a, a life of its own, so, quote unquote, you know? Um, but as Madeline started saying, we have loads of influences from yeah. uh, like thrash metal, right. early 90s and 80s metal. A lot of death metal as well. You know, I, I come from the death and black metal. And Rick comes from the thrash and grunge vibe. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a great and fun combo when we start mm. to, to write the songs. Yeah. So right. maybe that is what comes through, you know, and we appreciate you saying that. It's yeah. always interesting to hear. Yeah. It's not the first yeah. time we've heard it. So no, I, it's so hard I, to say what you guys are. Right. Well, it, it really is because, you know, and, and, and I, I can just speak for me when, when, when we're doing our, our live show with listeners, I don't like to classify a band. I like to make people listen to it because yeah. You know, I could say symphonic, I could say symphonic metal and anybody that doesn't like Nightwish is turning me off before they ever, you know, before mm-hmm. they ever give it a chance. It's not really fair, especially mm-hmm. if, I'll go back to Ava of Death. You know, you hear yeah. that song, there ain't no symphony there. That is straight yeah. up metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Thank you, man. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, use a, I use a hashtag every now and then. It's only me using it, but, you know, I like it. Metal mayhem. Yeah. That is yeah. what I think when I, when I, when we perform. It's just, for me, this is metal mayhem. This is what metal is to us. This is what we breathe. This is what we want to give you. This is what we want to experience together with everyone, man. Right on. Well, guys, uh, the, new, the new release, uh, Acoustic in Hell, it is Elaine, E-L-E-I-N-E. And I'm going to tell everybody, as I tell everybody in every interview, buy it. Do not just stream it. You can stream it too, but please buy it. If you like it, buy it. It helps these guys survive and thrive and keep going. So please buy the material. And guys, where should we tell people to go to keep up with you guys and get tour dates and to buy the material? Well, first of all, when it comes to tour dates, always keep an eye on our website, the official website, Elaine.com. We always gather everything there. But besides that, whatever platform you uh, prefer, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, but Patreon is the most fantastic platform. I mean, it's not for everyone because not everyone can, but we did set the lowest tier on $3 a month because, you know, it is fun to share the deeper insights and behind the scenes of everything that we're doing. And it's very nice to actually stay closer in touch with the fans, you know, with updates and whatnot. Uh, but social medias in general, whatever you prefer, but always go to Elaine.com for the latest updates about mm-hmm. tour dates and, yeah, you know, pre-orders and whatnot. And uh, also our label has a lot of nice merch, you yeah. know, with the upcoming sure. release. Yeah. I've gathered right. everything at Elaine.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you find everything there. <laughs> right. And as yeah. Alan said with the Patreon, I can't stress that enough that from the very lowest tier, you also get access to the Discord server. Okay. I can tell you what, man, like the music we write, we write what we know, what we feel and what we see. And we, our music has become this empowering thing because we, we know what it's like to be at rock bottom. Uh, me with uh, my personal stuff, like metal stuff and metal with her stuff also. Sure. And it has become this empowering thing. And those people who are really, really close to us, they are tattooing the symbol, the Elaine name, and just calling themselves the Elaine Legion. And we just love that. It's just this group of people that keeps on growing and keeps on giving. Yeah. It's amazing. It's not naive, but it is empowering. Right. Very, very powerful stuff. Very cool, guys. Well, guys, I figured the best way to end this is um, 
I would share the, some of the video from Enemies, which we talked about earlier. So um, what can you tell me about this uh, video to wrap this one up? For uh, Enemies? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. The thing <laughs> is, uh, we thought that this would be only a, a lyric video. Okay. So uh, when I started editing it, it looked, I mean, I made it look really, really cool. So both Madeline and I said, no, we got to do something more with this. But the thing is that we filmed it statically, just Madeline. So I had to zoom in, zoom out and do stuff like that. And Madeline and I sat down together and edited it. And it became this red battle hymn <laughs> of the acoustic <laughs> song. It's just like, it's yeah. just in your face, man. It's such a big contrast to the previous video, but also a big contrast to the original Enemies full-on metal song right. and video. Yeah, I get as pumped wow. of both versions, get you know? Pumped. Yeah, I, I get just as pumped, pumped. both. So we really hope you guys like it. All right, well, let's check it out now. It is Enemies from Elaine, Acoustic in Hell. Uh, make sure you go out and get it. And uh, guys, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aker Presents. Thank you, Thank Chris. You. Thank you. heavy metal banter about the more modern bands of today then you need to be checking out talk to me that's right you need to be doing it featuring the one the only well maybe not either of those two but uh one of the bassists of primer 55 mr joshua Toomey, as well as yours truly we dig deep into today's modern heavy metal world to bring you the best podcast in the goddamn game so you should be watching Get Talk To Me at YouTube.com NotFest or wherever you get your favorite audio podcasts. New episodes come out every Thursday in audio form and on Fridays on YouTube over there at NotFest. Make sure you are tuned in. Talk To Me on NotFest.com. Subscribe today.